Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeca. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I don't even know if I am here. Are you here? Are you here, Mike? I'm I don't frustrated. know. I'm, I'm here. Rob. I had a good sports week this week, you know, Mike. You know who's not starting off their sports week very well? You? Yes. Why? What happened? So in one of my fantasy leagues, yeah. can you imagine what the worst case scenario is for the first two days of what could have happened? A lot of things. I mean, I'm playing you in our fantasy league, and Michael Pittman went down after having a great first half, and they didn't come back. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm and, in one of my leagues. Yeah. I started the Chargers defense. Oh, no. You just hate Boy. to see it. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. They have a hard negative five. Yeah, Brandon Staley, he gone. Tom Telesco, he gone. And so... Ben Johnson, he probably gone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have a fight. I do have Golf, Amon Ron, Pittman, who played... Already, yeah. and they well, did pretty well. I'll say, Goff had five touchdowns, second time ever in his career, we're going to talk about. So, yeah, we're going to hope that this guy is Kyler Murray against San Francisco defense, oh, and we're going to hope. Yeah, that's light work. That's light work. He doesn't do anything yeah. today. Um, lots of good stuff coming your way today, guys. Welcome to the show. Really wanted to say a quick shout-out once again for you guys, all using our uh, promo code always right at, with Righteous Fallen Craft Jerky. That, uh, um, that code keeps – I get an email every single time somebody uses our code, so we really appreciate all the support there. Uh, make sure, as a last-minute holiday gift idea, make sure to go to RighteousFelon.com, get your craft jerky using our code always, right? Also, go to BelowTheCollar.com. While it's still available, get your official I'm Always Right Sports Podcast t-shirt. Uh, you can find our current logo as well as the retro one as well. So lots of good stuff coming your way there. Uh, Mike, we got... It's a football and wrestling type of day, Mike. How do you know we're in December, right around Christmas? Not, but not after Christmas, where we talk about the NBA. But right before Christmas, we're talking NFL, we're talking NFL playoffs, and we're talking whatever the hell is going on in wrestling that week. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Too early for college football. Yep, just a little bit too early for that. Who wants to talk Pistons? Nobody. Nobody in the right mind ever wants to do it. At this point, it's a comical, comical And the day. Wings win games. Exactly. So. First, I do want to start off this show by giving a shout-out for any of my JVB basketball players at St. Clair High School, going 2-0 and on the week, getting our first two wins of the season. Really appreciate all your guys' support there. So are you coaching better than uh, Monty Williams's? I have as many wins in a lot less attempts. That's I'm just good. throwing that out That's there. What we like to okay, see. so just putting that out there. Okay. Uh, oh, fun story by the way. I'm going to talk about this. So one of our at our varsity game this week on Friday, right? Yeah. So we got a brand new gym at St. Clair High School. Please come on out, check the schedule, uh, come out and support the St. Clair Saints basketball program and the ladies basketball. Well. Um, but uh, one of our kids, right, went up for a dunk. He's a sophomore. Broke the backboard, Mike. <gasps> Shit. It was like one of those, like, whoosh, like you know what I mean? It spidered out yeah. everywhere. Yep. Broke it after the first quarter. That's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Everybody lost their minds. Oh, yeah. 100%. It was awesome. One of the coolest things I've ever seen, especially in a high school. Like, yeah. how many times do you see a high school kid go up there, dunk it, and break the back? This isn't Shaq, okay? Well, I was say, how many times do you see it? Ever, general, yeah, ever, right, matter. exactly. It was super cool, super duper cool. Uh, shout out to Ev, uh, big play there. Um, but yeah, let's get let's get right into it, Mike. Though let's, I want to start because we talked about it a little bit last week. I want to start talking Lions first, and we'll kind of get into the playoff picture and all that good stuff. Lions coming off a big win over the Denver Broncos, forty two seventeen, handling business at home. Their magic number now for the division is one. Um, mm -hmm. and they have a potential based on by the time you guys hear this recording, there's a, there's a, at least a somewhat of a chance that they, they may have already clinched a playoff spot. Um, and depending on the, 
direct results is if Seattle loses, they clinch, but there's also a couple other ways they can do it too. But because Minnesota lost, that's like the most direct route, I guess, because they also got the win. But Lions are sitting at 10 and 4, officially get to double digit wins first time in what is it like since like 2014 or something like that? Yeah, the, like, oh, they went 11 six, and 5, six, 16. Did yeah. they go 10 and 6 that year? No, they went 9 and 7. seven. They went 9 and uh, 7. Yeah, cuz then Seattle came in and beat the dogs off them. But um <laughs> yeah, so first time in like, you know, a long time since they've gotten to double digit wins. Dan uh-huh. Campbell, third year in, three wins the first year, nine wins the second year, now ten wins with three games left to go. One win away. If they handle business against Minnesota next week, they claim their first division championship in thirty years exactly, Mike. Last time they won the division was in nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. Um when it was the NFC Central. Heck yeah, but well. there was an extra team in there, so like, you know, it was harder. Because I think Tampa was still part of the NFC Central at the time. Worry, so. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would be harder. Uh, yeah, not those teams. <laughs> not those um, Tampa teams. But Lions are just a little bit away. Hopefully are going to be able to clinch a playoff spot this weekend, depending on some results. And also, hopefully next week they go into Minnesota and take care of business. And that's where I kind of want to start things off, Mike, is kind of where they are at. Um, I'm not going to lie to you here. Mm-hmm. I was very, very upset after last week's performance. And we even talked off air. We're like, I don't really know they're going to win this game against Chicago. But the way they played against Chicago. It's rough. I was honestly, and you know me, I am the eternal optimist when it comes to the Lions, right? I really try to look at the bright side of things. Everything else, I'm a dick. But in the Lions perspective, I really try to go, well, what about this? I was such a a piece of shit to be around Mm -hmm. the rest of the day. And then the entire time, all my buddies were texting me about Buddy Carl. Shout out to Carl. He was texting me. He's like, what do we do? And I go, I have no idea. This defense sucks. This offense sucks. We can't do anything right. Offensive line looks terrible. Goff is getting killed because the offensive line sucks. Amon Ross St. Brown can't catch pass all of a sudden. Run game's terrible. We have no defensive playmakers. And it it just felt like the moment where I went, they're going to somehow manage to lines this up. That's how I felt yeah. after last week. Did, did you have similar feelings just based on that or no? Were you a little less panicky? Because the whole fan base, I feel like as a whole, was very much like, what are we doing? What yeah. is happening? You know, you saw it on Lions Twitter. Everybody was losing their minds. I didn't go out and post a bunch. Mm-hmm. I made one post on Facebook, but because I was frustrated, I can I can accept a loss. It's mm-hmm. the way you lose sometimes that drives me nuts, right? When it looks like you're unprepared and you're just outclassed by a worse opponent, Yeah, that's where it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the last couple weeks we've seen it. Yes, you you beat a New Orleans team after they gifted you 14 points, and then you, lo- you look like shit against uh, Green Bay. You make a miraculous comeback against Chicago. It didn't look clean. You yeah. were just fumbling your way through, and it felt like you were fighting against the grain of momentum where it's like you're not very good football team. But then they come out today, or on Saturday, uh-huh. And, and be the, a surging Broncos team. But going back to last week, how are you feeling pre-Bronco win about this football team? Yeah, I mean, so I, I take more of an overall approach. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really annoyed with football mm-hmm. media in general because yep. everyone's such a week-to-week. Oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Like, it's very, it's very it's like, very, hot and cold. Yeah, it's very Eagles hot are the worst cold. team in football, by the way. I don't know if yeah, you know Yeah, like, like Eagles, we were talking yeah. about two weeks ago, how they had no weaknesses. Yeah. And even though their defense... 
has struggled a bit. Has struggled. Yep. Jalen Hurts has not played great. Jalen Hurts has been hurt and stuff. But like they overall are a really good team. Apparently mm-hmm. now they are the, they're worst, the worst team in football. They're the yep. worst team in the NFC. And I go, yep. can we pump the brakes? I've watched bad football. They're not that bad. <laughs> Just because you lose to the Cowboys and Niners. Right. Doesn't mean you're bad because I promise you, I don't think the Lions look super great against the Cowboys and Niners yeah. all of a sudden. Right. Um, well, but, Lions suck too, right? Lions yeah, are fake yeah, too. Yeah. They lost to Chicago, so they're fake, yeah. right? The Cowboys are the greatest team ever. They're again. fake until they then they beat Denver, and then all of a sudden now they're like, they're like a top uh, can, three. Uh, can the Lions win the number one seed? Yeah. Like that's that's the conversation that's happening now, and it's very week to week. I yeah. look at things as an overall spectrum. Right. I, I've always thought that this team is like the fourth best team in fo- in the NFC. Yeah, it's. Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, not in that order. Yeah, right. Whatever Just in order you want right. to put them in. Right. And, and then then I, the think, I think there's like a, a slight break. Yeah. Lions, major break. Everybody else. Name next team yeah. available. Minnesota, Minnesota Atlanta, Green Bay, New Orleans, whatever. Green Bay. Yeah. All those teams. I, yep. I think there's like the top four. I think there's the top three Lions. Yeah, bottom right. twelve, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not. I, it hasn't really necessarily changed my opinion on them. Mm-hmm. I still think they suck against mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, I know. they just can't figure they it out. Can't figure I don't it know out. what's wrong. They just can't do the anything. The only reason why Chicago is thinking about keeping Justin Fields is because they know he plays us twice a year. Yes, yeah. and it's like and it's at least probably one win, if not competitive yeah. in both. Yes, agreed. it's it's crazy. Agreed. Um, I but no, as an it. overall, I think they're a good team with a. Below average defense, defense. Agreed. and an above average offense. Yeah, and the problem I think that the Lions run into is when they don't like. Yesterday was a perfect example of how it, when you play the Lions, right? Mm-hmm. When thing when the Lions are gelling, this is what happens. Yes, I think the Lions hit over this last season, their wins this year for the most part, they've had a couple close ones. They've dominated teams. Yeah, so when you, they win, they you win. You look through that first five-week stretch outside yeah. of the, like, obviously yeah. the first two are close and, right. and tough games. But, like, Atlanta, Green yeah. Bay the first time, Tampa. Carolina, Tampa. Yeah. Like, you're looking through these games, and you're like, yeah. They're they just double-digit wins. Yeah, they just yeah. kind of beat you up a little bit. Right. Because I think I think what it really comes down to is when they can be aggressive yeah. on defense, mm-hmm. send six or seven, and you don't have a quarterback back there that can kind of yep. manipulate the pocket yep. and get and buy more time. Yeah. They're fine because their secondary is right. not great, not no. good at all. No, they have one good. They corner. have one solid corner, and they have okay safeties who are not great in, in, in like coverage. deep deep coverage. Yes, yes. And so the the idea is, and and this is like when you break it, like when you play like Madden mm-hmm. for people that because you might not be able to understand it from a yeah high NFL level schematic. Yeah. So when you play like when someone's bringing seven. You can't sit there and throw four verticals. Right. You have to throw drags and slants right. Right. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually, people make mistakes. That's kind of what the Lions beg on is when you play Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. it's you're not just going to go 25 for 26. No. The problem is when you play Justin Herbert right. and you try to do that same strategy, it doesn't work because he can do that. Right. He can just nail you down and, the coffin. And I th- you know, Dan Campbell made a great comment yesterday where he goes, I do think our defense can get stops we have an aggressive defense he goes the biggest thing for us is we got to get takeaways right like if the lions defense can get a takeaway or two it's a totally different ball game for them yeah because historically outside of this last couple game stretch here the lions have really made sure to capitalize off of other teams turnovers right Mm -hmm. like even that chargers game they don't win that game if they don't get that pick early on in the game and score yeah you know what i mean like that's the difference at the end of at the end of it right because then herbert goes nuts for the rest of the game and honestly you look at the start of the denver game and the lions go five and out or whatever it was they got that one first first three drives they didn't do anything first three drives but denver's first drive walked right down the field Mm -hmm. but because russell wilson fumbled Mm -hmm. and bugs 
recover the fumble, yeah. stop that drive, and stop the momentum. Yeah. If they go down and score that first touchdown, Who knows? You, you might be looking at a game where it's like, man, now we're in a dogfight yep. because Denver has that momentum on yep. the road and stuff. Yeah. But the Lions are able to stuffle that up. Right. So. And, that's the, and, you know, the, there's inconsistency there for sure, there, especially on the defensive side. I thought the defense kept them in the game against Denver for sure. No, and then the offense woke up and then it kind of got kinda out over, of hand quickly. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, I will say this, you know, looking at what they have offensively, right? If that offensive line can actually have all five starters play, I think they're going to be really tough to beat mm-hmm. because that's the key. I really, I'm, I know everyone says it, and I feel like the offensive line is the is a big reason why they've lost the last two out of three yes. before this game is because I think they got dominated against Green Bay, mm-hmm. and I think they were banged up against Chicago, and Chicago took advantage. Mm-hmm. Goff is not a mobile quarterback. Goff is not going to do well when you're hitting him 15, 16 times a game when he's getting pressured like that. It's just not a recipe for success. But when the offensive line is just doing an above-average job. It doesn't need to be perfect. I, he got sacked twice yesterday, right? It wasn't clean by any stretch. But to just to allow your quarterback to make a quick read mm-hmm. without having to be fighting for his life is a totally different level. Well, yeah, you were seeing it. So if you just see the first half, the first three drives, yeah. he was getting actively pressured a lot, yeah. and he had to step up, and he was kind of off. He missed Montgomery yeah. on the mm-hmm. out route on the first drive, yes. and a couple other things. Don't know why but, Montgomery's in that spot. Not yeah, Gibbs, but, yeah, but it should have been Gibbs. But, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Um, but then once they started like you know, going on their scoring drives, every single play action was, do-do-do-do, all right, I got all the time yep. in the world. And oh, and wide open. Oh, and wide open. And wide open. Like, these receivers are good enough to get open. It's just the play action it's like all right i need the time to do yeah, it and they set it up with a really good run game right i think they average like eight yards a carry jameer gibbs is now leading the nfl in yards per carry right now i think at like 5.8, 5.8 it's something 5.7, insane something. like that yeah. right he's killing it montgomery's i think ninth in the league right now they're both on pace right now or close to getting a thousand yards each which is insane mm-hmm. um but yeah going back to the, how i was feeling going in this game though i was really worried mike mm-hmm. i really was i was like Man, Denver's won six out of seven. They're surging. They're in the playoff hunt right now where every game matters. Cincinnati just came off a win, so they're like in direct competition for a wild card. They're only one game back at Kansas City. They have all the momentum, and it felt like the Lions were trying to just hold on, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's how I felt going into that game. And to their credit, they came out and shut me the hell up, and they went, they bounced back in a big way. Yeah. Huge win. Yeah. I really think this was a humongous win. Yeah, for them. I wasn't super worried. I don't think Denver's that good. I no. know they. I know they were getting hot, but when yeah, you, I just when was worried because when you get on a roll, we see it. We saw it last yeah. year, right? It's just hard to stop that momentum sometimes. Yeah, when you when you actually watch them, they don't like win these games. They survive these. <laughs> yeah, games. they just don't lose them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Chargers one is like well, that's an anomaly, anomaly, but the Chargers yeah. are also a dumpster fire right yeah. now. When you look at them, they have no coach and a GM now. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, but some of their game, I mean, they win by like three points yep. with a last second field goal, or mm-hmm. they, you know, they survive long enough for Russ to make a play in the fourth quarter. Like they're not actually playing really well; mm-hmm. they're just surviving games, yeah. not and making mistakes win. and forcing turnovers. Yes, and and they, I think the last, I mean, they were the worst tackling defense in football, yep. but they also forced the most amount of turnovers right. over the last like five weeks, right. which is a crazy yeah. dichotomy. We to can't have. tackle you, but we can pick you off. But we can pick you off, and we can make <laughs> you fumble. Fumbles. Though. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where I wasn't worried going into this game. I was like, if it was in Denver, I would have been a little worried. Um, and in Detroit on a Saturday night of all things, like crowd was hot, crowd was hot and feeling it. Like I, you know, you're just not going to lose that one. 
So they're ten and four on the year. Let me ask you this right here, right now. I'm gonna kind of call call your shot a little bit. Do they get it done against Minnesota at Minnesota and just take it and be done yeah, with it? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Actually, I, I I'm I'm I, nervous I, because I, it's in Minnesota. I predict the rest of the season. I think they win in Minnesota, and then they probably lose to Dallas. Yeah, in and Dallas, the, in Dallas is gonna be a tough one. And then because. I think the, um, and you have nowhere to go. You don't. I, th- you don't I, start I think you're going to be a three seed yeah. no matter what. I think anybody. you're just going to rest everyone week eighteen and get ready for your playoff game. I agree. I agree. With that I think it's exactly yeah. the lineup. I, I think, which is why it, I think you could lose to Minnesota week eighteen, but it's not going to matter exactly. because it's going to nope, be. I agree. Teddy Bridgewater and a whole bunch of guys yes, probably playing. agreed. Yeah, a thousand percent. No, I don't disagree with you at all. I think that's the perfect scenario, quite frankly, outside of the loss of Dallas. But I'm willing to take the loss if you're telling me if you put on the table, hey, you beat you beat Minnesota, you clinch the NFC North next weekend. But you, it's a guarantee you lose to yeah. Dallas. I go, I will take that deal. Yeah. A thousand percent. And that's the thing is, like, if they lose to Minnesota next week, but they beat Dallas, yeah. I think you're in the exact same situation because yeah. you still clinch the division into week 18, I think, technically. Uh, it, They'd have to lose. Maybe Minnesota would have to lose or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, be- yeah. Actually, I don't know. I, so they have a three game lead. Yeah. So they lose. But here's the problem, though. No, they wouldn't. And Minnesota would have to lose to Dallas because. You have a three-game lead. So next week, if they lose, Minnesota wins. So it's a two-game lead. Say we win and Minnesota wins. Oh, no, we still have a game, Yeah, because right? you're still a two-game oh, lead, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So, That's like, true. no matter what, it's I think a two, we're okay. It's a, it's yeah. a, like, they just win one out of three. Yeah, you just have to win one out of the three. Yeah. It just so happens that the two are against Minnesota. Right. But it's one of those things where I think you can even lose next week. If you beat Dallas, I think you're in the exact same scenario yeah. where you clinch it, you yeah. go into week 18, you rest everybody because right. I don't, because of the I, loss to and Minnesota, I honestly, you wouldn't get there. I would love to see them be able, and I, and I hope that is the sense of urgency for this team. I give Dan Campbell a lot of credit. They don't, they don't, they don't crumble under a loss, right? Even in his post game, he was like, "We're the same team. We're the same team that lost to Chicago. We're the same team that struggled early." It goes, "We just didn't shoot ourselves in the foot. We cleaned some things up. We got to create more turnovers." Like he's very worried. He's like, "And we can't start slow." The fact that he is willing to acknowledge, like it wasn't a perfect game, yet you still won by thirty. That's a, that's a good place to be at, right? Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. If they hopefully can get it done, clinch the division. And have two weeks basically to go. All right, yeah. It, depending on if we beat Dallas, maybe there's a chance we can go to the two. And I don't even know, like, because like if they right. lose and and the Eagles win out, I think they might end up like head right. to head. Yeah, I don't know how it works, and I can't yeah. see the Niners losing now, granted, more than one if game. If they win and say Dallas loses this week, right, yeah. and it, like say Philly loses and San Fran loses, and now you're kind of in that mix for the number one seed again because mm-hmm. they're technically only a half game out right now. As weird as that sounds, they are so. There is a technical champ mathematically that yeah. they get there. The only, I don't think it I happens. Say, the only problem is the Niners' schedule outside of Baltimore oh God, it's is super so easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. They play like Arizona, the Rams, and the Commanders, right. and then Baltimore, obviously. Right. So I think the Niners and Eagles, respectively, only yes. have one more loss coming at most. most. Right. And so, yeah. just considering that, For I sure. think you're going to lose to Dallas. I just think it's yeah, like, yeah. I think it's good. I think your most likely situation is you win against Minnesota, lose against Dallas, rest everyone week 18. And yeah, then you get getting these guys a rest game. week, I think, would be humongous. Yeah, I really do. Like, I really would like get that to bona fide just, by week. just to get the offensive line as healthy as you can. Mm-hmm. You're going to get CJ Gardner Johnson back. There's a chance you might be getting James Houston back. Um, just getting everybody a week, an extra bye week yeah. to come out and have two weeks to game plan for. Minnesota honestly, or the Rams. I know long-term you'd rather be a one or a two seed, but yeah. honestly, I think getting that extra week 18 by and just yeah. like taking that loss on the chin yeah. might 
be better for them right. than playing everybody and yeah. risking like Aiden Hutchinson. Getting oh yeah, hurt, and no, then absolutely. Fought. Yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, here's the thing: I think they would attempt to if they were like, "Hey, if we win, we get the one seed." Yeah, I do think that's a different scenario. Yeah, because then you get the yeah, bonafide. Yeah, but with we're all definitely not getting. We're definitely not going to be in that scenario. Yeah, I, 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 so I don't many think. things would have to go right, including them handling their own business, yeah. which is hit or miss, right? Yeah, but. You know, let me let me ask you this. Looking at where they're at, assuming they get the three, okay, assuming they get the three seed, mm-hmm. okay, is it simply they get that first playoff win and then it's probably done after that? Yeah. That's probably where the, the end of the kind of the year is probably going to go? Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's kind of where, where I'm at. at. That's, that's kind of where, where I'm at, too, where – I would love to be able to come on this show and tell you that I am confident that they can go into San Francisco and win a football game. But, A, with the way San Francisco is playing. Now, if you told me right now, are you going to play San Francisco or Philadelphia, I'd much rather play San Francisco. And here's why. Here's why. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, baby. Purdy's not as mobile. Mm -hmm. They don't have a dynamic number one receiver, Mm -hmm. and the Lions do a very above-average job. They're ninth right now in the league of stopping the run. Mm -hmm. And they've played... Decent run games. It's yeah. not like I know McCaffrey's a freak he and they're going to set time, but I'm serious. You're going to lean on your strength. What's your strength? The offensive line. And their D line's good, no doubt about it, but their secondary is not. San Francisco's secondary is not this unstoppable force. It's not. It's all from downhill. I do think if you're telling me right now who would I rather play, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith, or Brock Purdy? And Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and McCaffrey, I'd rather play San Francisco. Yeah, I think from that side of the ball, I think from the Because the defense other, is the bigger weakness. Yeah, no, that's fair. You and, but I, mean? I, I don't think – I think the offense can score bunches on Philly's defense. Maybe, maybe, for sure. And yeah. I, think, I think it could be more I don't want. I don't want to get think, a shootout. I was just saying, I don't think they can score almost anything against the Niners. Yeah, really? No. See, I, see here's the thing. I think they can no. simply because I think that their secondary – That Niners pass rush yeah. is short. Maybe so, but I think crazy. they run the ball well enough, right? I just – I look at it and I go, if I'm looking at a way to keep us in the game, Mm. You know, and also a little bit of it is maybe we get a good weather day, <laughs> like low key. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe. Like I don't necessarily want to go into Philly yeah. in January. Mm-hmm. You know that doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy either about it. But I just think that in one of those weird ways where it's like I know San Francisco is really, you know, on all cylinders here, yeah. but I do think that they have a good way. And maybe against Philadelphia, they just run the ball and. Everything works, maybe. I just yeah. am very afraid because the defense has shown no propensity to stop any sort of mobile quarterback. That's fair. And especially when the mobile quarterback has legit weapons, mm-hmm. right? It's Justin Fields and a whole bunch of nothing, yeah, basically, Yeah, I will say right? Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, though, right. and George yeah. Kittle. And they, yeah, they so uh, listen, much stuff I get it, to. but, like, you're getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. Like, you're getting some dudes back. I do think that if you're peaking defensively, hopefully, at the right time, mm-hmm. right, and you're hoping that you can just make Brock Purdy a little uncomfortable. That's Maybe. that's the goal. I don't know. They don't match up well either way. But no, long story are, short, yeah, they they match up rough against really all three of the top NFC yeah. teams. They don't match up well with no, much not at right all. now. Well, because here's the thing, you're incomplete right now. Yeah, you're an incomplete team. The defensive side of the ball, you have one corner. Mm-hmm. You have, I'm gonna say one safety in Kirby, but he has not been great this year. Your linebacking core is okay, and mm-hmm. I think it's gonna get better. You know, but you're starting a rookie. That's tough. Sure. And you've got one pass rusher. Mm-hmm. That that is a that's a hard recipe to win mm-hmm. all the time. You've had three different starting corners on the outside mm-hmm. of the last three games. Jerry Jacobs, 
uh, Vildor or whatever his name is, and now uh, Khalil Dorsey. They don't have a second corner that yeah. they can rely on consistently. So because of that, things have to change, right? And I'm sure. very hopeful. There was a stat out there of the Lions. They said, that like, out of all their projected starters, they have the least amount of snaps, percentage of snaps, going into free agency this year, mm-hmm. which is like 30% or something yeah. like that, where I was like, oh, that's kind of nice to know that most of your, <laughs> most of your guys that you have playing big big you know time for you is still going to be here next year. Yeah, that yeah. helps. That's good. Um, let's talk, I kind of want to take it away from the Lions a little bit and kind of talk more about uh, the, the league as a whole, right? We were kind of talking on the AFC, right? The first question I want to ask you, though, is who wins the NFC East? Is it the Cowboys? Do they do they just kind of somehow manage to get there? Because because here's the thing, right? Jalen Hurts is sick. He may not even play tomorrow, right? Seattle's still playing for their lives, right? Mm. You know they're throwing everything up against the wall at this point, despite Geno might also be out. Um, you're on a two-game losing streak if you're Philly. You've lost the division. Dallas seems to be getting hot at the right time. Yeah. So does, the, does the, Dallas the hard, just ride that momentum? So the hard part is is Philly, as we talked about, yeah, yeah. went through their gauntlet of a schedule already. already. Yep. Dallas is about to enter theirs. Right. I mean, it's already started, but they're going to go through it. Right. So the next four for Buffalo. Dallas, Buffalo, Miami, and Lions, Commanders. Yeah. Right. The Eagles have Seahawks, Giants, Arizona, Giants. So Eagles need to have a game above them because they head right. to head, they're not gonna. Right, they, they're splitting it. They're, yeah. They, yeah, they split, and right now the Cowboys are the two as the same record, so they have to get a right. game above them. Is that just because of the NFC record? Is that yes, what it is? Because uh, the Niners, it's lost? the conference record. Yeah. yeah. Who else did the Eagles lose to besides the Niners? Cowboys. Yeah, that's only two, right? Who did the Cowboys lose? They lost to Arizona and and Eagles. Yeah. How does that work then? How does that? It's got to be. It's got to be another one at that point. Let me let me look at the tiebreaker. Because I was trying to think. I was like, because because I know. Because who else did Dallas lose to? They're they're nine and three right now, right? The the thing will tell me. Yeah. All right, Dallas wins tiebreak over Philly based on best win percentage in division games. Ah. Oh, because they haven't played as many division. games. Yeah. Dallas is four and one. Eagles are three and one. Gotcha. So. Okay, only because they haven't played the Giants twice yet. Got yes. It. Right. Okay. But also, so if the Cowboys play the Commanders and win. They're both going to be five and one. So then it goes to conference record, I think. Which would still be tied, right? Hold on, because they only have that one. Is, that is a great question. Let's see, Cowboys are seven and three. Phillies six and two. Oh yeah, so Philly might overtake it. So they Dallas really needs Philly so, to lose a game. Yeah. So game. I guess I guess at the end of the day, maybe Dallas would. Yeah. Um. Dallas needs to have a game. Dallas, hand. Dallas, Dallas might be the one that needs the game. Yeah. But Dallas absolutely needed the game head to head last week. But they need them to drop one more. Yeah, they and probably need them so to drop Dallas one more. So Dallas is going to go full board two weeks from now yeah. when they play. Detroit. Yeah, because I guess I guess <laughs> Philly ends the season with four NFC games. Right. So I guess that's how yeah. they can catch up. Anyway, regardless right. yeah, of yeah, yeah. that, um, I think Philly's schedule is much easier down the stretch, yeah. and so I think Dallas is definitely going to need to win out, play perfect, at least be three and one yeah. to even have a chance at it. Right. Uh, I think Philly probably ends with the division win yeah. just based on your equal right now right. and your schedule is so much easier than the other teams, but right. right. Hey, Tommy DeVito, though, man, you gotta play him twice. It, I, I, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because either of these teams are going to kill the NFC South team and then oh my God. go yeah, play it's the Niners as a one. Seat, a thousand so. percent. Speaking of the Niners, right, they're kind of cruising. Do you think they just hold on, manage to just get the one seed? And yeah, the Niners got a nice, let's see. I had their schedule pulled up here because I was like, I was yeah. kind of laughing at it earlier. <laughs> Niners. So they play the Cardinals. Oh, jeez. Cardinals, 
Ravens, Commanders, Rams. Okay, so, so I, I mean the Ravens are there. Three one. Yeah. At worst. Maybe the Rams, depending on where you're at, right? They may be playing for their lives. The Rams yeah. might be, you know, but I think they'll already have the one seed locked up. I was going to say, at that point, I think they're either going to have the division or one seed, whatever, locked up. Right. So they right. might be resting people. Let me ask you this right now, right? I want to go back to the Lions here for a second because I'm not a very good show host, right? Okay. Who do you think the Lions play in that playoff game? Uh, they play, hold think, on. Like, I, I did the math on this earlier. They play, I think they'll play the. Who wins? Let me look. Yeah, let's say, let's say, let's say here's the thing. Right? Cause cause I, I know who, I, who are your wild card teams right now. Right? I, I, and who do you I, think I can makes tell it? you who my two wild card teams are. I guess three. Out which one? Three wild card teams. Oh, well, one's already figured out. Oh yeah, yeah. The Eagles point. are oh, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, yeah, right. um, I'm stupid. I think they'll probably play Green Bay. You think Green Bay gets there? So huh? I think I think the other two teams are going to be Green Bay and the Rams. Really? Over Minnesota? Huh? Yeah. You think Minnesota's going to so falter? Minnesota, well, because Minnesota plays the Lions twice, and they play the Packers. There's, that's their I last really three. I really Minnesota to be Packers. I'd rather see Minnesota get in again. But uh, that's, that, that's right. <laughs> just because so I don't like, like Packers. Like Minnesota, like I think so. The Rams' schedule is Commanders, Saints, Giants, 49ers. So at that point, that's hard. Yeah, that's not that's not the. E- I mean, the Commanders easy, are bad. The Giants are really well to yeah. the point where I think they might go three and one or even four and zero oh if the Niners rest everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it's going to be because Packers play Tampa, the Panthers. Oh, they play the Panthers still. Yeah. Oh God. And then the Vikings and Bears. Okay. So I'm like, they might go three and one in that stretch yeah. too. So you look at that and you go, they go three and one. The um, Rams go three and one. Seahawks just kick them to the curb and have them eat ice or something because they suck. <laughs> and then the Vikings. <laughs> oh my God. And then the Vikings play the Lions twice. Yeah. I assume, and the Packers. So I assume yeah. that they're going to lose two of those three probably. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I yeah, think it's going to be Packers yeah. Rams. Yeah, that's an interesting And then it's one. whoever wins tiebreakers or whatever yeah, at right. that point. Okay. All right. It's interesting. I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that. Which means I think because right now they're both six and seven, the Packers have the playoff spot technically over them. And so I think the Packers will be higher. Yeah, so Packers are six. six and seven. I think they're still. Yeah, right now because Minnesota seven and seven. So yeah. they're above right now still. Yeah. But like them and the Rams are both six and seven. Yeah. And they have the tiebreakers over the Rams. Somehow, Come on, Rams. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who you'd rather play, Packers or Rams. I think they're both kind of tough. So I'd rather play the Rams. I'd rather play the Rams. I think it'd be wild for the Lions to host their first playoff game in however many years, and it's Matthew Stafford. That would be fun. And the Rams coming back. Talk about that story. That would be holy shit. That'd be a good solid Saturday night game. That'd be a really rough day for Rob. Just throwing that out there. I mean, I'd be rooting for the Lions a thousand percent, but it'd be like, I mean, but I mean, Stafford's still in it. Yeah. No, no, I'd be rooting 100%. But, yeah, it's a tough one. I just didn't like the way the Lions played against Green Bay. I don't want to play against another division opponent. I think no, that's, that's, that's funny. a trap. I, that's a trap I, I, know. I, think it's, I think it's funny, though, because yeah. the first time they played, yeah. smoked them. Yeah. Second time they played, yeah. did not smoke them. Yeah, so. I, I think the offensive line just got wrecked in that game, and I don't want to risk. I don't want to have that thought know, of that losing Aaron Donald, though. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Aaron Donald's better than everyone else. Yeah, but it's just Aaron Donald, though. That's true. That's that's all. That's it. You know what I mean? They don't have anybody else yeah, defensively. Do you, you want to go up against Puka Nakua? Huh? Yeah. And you know what's funny thing? It won't be Nakua or Cooper Cup that kills us. It'll be like 2-2 two, two at well. Yeah, we'll have yeah, 285 yards yeah, because we'll we can't be. cover anybody. That'll yeah. be what happens. Um, but yeah, no, those are my wild card Those are your wild card teams. Okay, let's shift focus. We'll like to say Seattle. Okay, but. so let's shift. So in, in the NFC, right, so you've got Niners 1. I'm going to say Eagles 2 just based on schedule. Sure. Lions 3. Falcons name a team. Name a team. Four? Buccaneers. Name sure. a team. Doesn't name, matter. Yeah. Bad NFC South team. They lose no matter what. Um, Cowboys, Cowboys 5. Packers 6. Packers 6. Rams, Rams 7. 
Or vice versa, or vice I guess. Versa, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I think it's the best we can get. Probably. Yeah. In terms of like wild card games Wouldn't and shock. stuff. Honestly, though, if Seattle could somehow pull it together and squeak in, that's a team I don't want to play in the No, playoffs. definitely not. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, I don't want to write them off. Geno Smith being hurt is killing them right mm-hmm. now, and the fact that you have no running backs, that's also not helping. And you have a defense, and yeah. your receiver just be, punches people for no reason. And Wait, what was that one? I missed that D- completely. D.K. Metcalf like, oh, did took, he really? took a guy's helmet off, just punched him in the face for no reason. What a jackass. Yeah. yeah. And then your offensive line's hurt. Is D.K. <laughs> better? Is D.K. actually as good as we think he is, or is it more of a name? He still puts up really good numbers, but like yeah. – do you, do you consider him to be like it's DK Metcalf? I'm he's like top You know what I mean? He's like, like he's hard for me. He's like a top like 12 receiver. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like I, he's really good. Yeah. I I feel, I feel like, like he, he runs, runs three routes. Though. Yeah, I was going to say I think he <laughs> he runs a good slant, a good post and a good deep route, but yeah. he doesn't got like the that's he's what got Tyler, the Randy Moss route tree. That's, that's what Tyler Lockett's for. Tyler yeah. Lockett runs all the crazy yeah. routes. And then Smith and Jig was like, "I'm here." And they're like, "No, you're not. Stop it. Sit down. Sit down." Yes. Sit down. Yeah. Sky Moore's like, or not Sky Moore. Who's the other one? Uh, oh, who, Dwayne Eskridge. Yeah, Dwayne Eskridge's like, I'm all, shut up. Shut <laughs> your I, face. Can I see the field? No. Yeah, okay. Shut your face. Yeah. <laughs> so, no offense. Sit down. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. I wish he was no offense. No kidding, right? He's, yeah. good, he's a good I, Madden player. <laughs> he is a really, he's fast. He's good Madden. Um, let's shift over to the AFC because the AFC. Oh, fuck. Oh, my goodness. Wild. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? NFL Network kills me. This is a little bit of a side note, but I thought it was funny. So the a- AFC, they had like, it was very succinct, right? It was like, these are the teams that are in the division lead. Here's your wild card. Yeah. And then you had like two teams in the hunt, right? And everybody was at like, Seven and seven, right? The, the NFC, it was, we're just going to list everybody. They had the Bears in there at five and eight. I'm like, there's no, like, they have three different teams at five. And I go, that's not possible. Get yeah. them off the screen. Well, the great, so that's the funny thing is, yeah. so the AFC side, once you hit that seven to six drop off, yeah. they go to like four wins. I know. Like, I just thought it was funny. Off. The Bears are technically a game away from the playoffs because the Packers are six and seven. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, I know. it's if, the, if the Bears win out at like nine wins, they might make it. Or like eight wins, they might oh make the seven seed. Oh lordy! Now the Packers' schedule is way too easy for them not to like win yeah. the next three or four. But yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I I need the Packers to lose. That'd be good. No, no Packers. No Packers, please. Oh, FTP baby. FTP. Play play who you play. FTP. Right, FTP. Anyway, um, yeah, no, no, that's I don't want to play them. I just don't want them to win because I don't like them. Yeah, I'm play. indifferent. Um. Anyway, let's go to the AFC though. AFC is wild. The AFC is crazy. crazy. Yeah, eleven teams. They can compete for my goodness, right? And we spots. saw a little bit of movement there yesterday, right? Cincinnati getting a huge win. T. Higgins is like, see, I can still play football despite not being there the entire year, but it's fine. Uh, T. Higgins and mm-hmm. the, the Bengals, right? Getting a huge win over Minnesota. Um, uh, yeah, Zach Taylor said, our season's not done without Joe Burrow. And yeah, I and laughed at him. And Joe Burrow's like, it is, but it's fine. Um, it's not right now, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Jake Browning. <laughs> Can't wait for yeah. someone to pay Jake Browning a lot of money next year. Yeah, sure. Gonna That's happen. Fine. You know it's gonna happen. You think so? Yeah, maybe. He's played a lot of games. He's playing quite a bit now. Like, like the real well, question uh, is who's gonna pay Zach Wilson when the Jets oh. maybe win a game and then get Rodgers to come back? Okay. Uh, pause on that. You have a, I, I got, you have I got a lot of, of things I want to talk about on the <laughs> AFC side because I think the AFC is fun. I it's think it's a lot of fun right now. So NFC is so boring because there's only like three. Yeah, because it's like okay, yeah, it's these three. Then the Lions maybe can pull an upset, and then they're going to get decimated. If they get to the NFC Conference game, I may die and go to heaven. So that's where it's at. Um, <laughs> but the AFC though is crazy to me. It's yes. legit crazy. You've got Baltimore, 
I think is clearing away the best team in the AFC right at this moment. Yes. Agreed? Yes. Okay. Then you've got a, like three, four, five teams that I could all go, depending on the day and where we're playing, Yes, you can beat it. And that's not even division winners. I look at the team like Buffalo. I think Cincinnati, despite no JV, I think defensively is no, doing enough. No, they got enough. their own JV, Jake Browning. Yeah, Jake Browning. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Where's your sweet buff glasses at now? Someone yeah. needs to take them. But, like, you know, I look at some of these teams, and I'm like, man, it just it, – it, it, they're not going away. The mm. Colts, huge win over Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to start to please finally regress back please. to the mean and go away. Um, please go away. But Cleveland – you can't write Cleveland out yet. No, that defense is fantastic. Joe Flacco, baby. Joe Flacco, the the resurgence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you've got Buffalo. You've got Cincinnati. Houston. Houston is right there. Now, Houston, I think, is screwed because Stroud no, is hurt. They have no players left. No, exactly. <laughs> really hope every pass goes to Dalton Schultz today. Just Same. throw that out there. Yeah, because he's on my fantasy team. Oh, he's on fine. one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> he's, um, like, he's on the three others yeah. that aren't on the one we're yeah, in. I love it. So. Um but, you know, you look at this, I go, so for you, Mike, kind of give me the way you're seeing the AFC right now. I see Baltimore as that team where I'm like, man, at home, mm-hmm. I don't know how you beat Baltimore. I really don't. You know what I mean? Like, Baltimore's going to have to beat themselves in order to lose that football game. Lamar's going to have to throw two picks and go Lamar playoff run that he's had years past. That's how they, that's how they lose. But the Chiefs don't look right right mm-hmm. now. Um who else is in that mix right now? Who's the other who the other leaders at right now? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Jackson, I, I don't know about Jacksonville. They're kind of like the Lions to me, where I feel like it's not this year, but maybe next year mm-hmm. we're talking about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. AFC's tough. Um, the only team I'm sure about is Baltimore. Yes. Like, seriously. Legit. Yes. Um, Kansas City will be a division winner because their division just stinks. Is destined to fall apart around them. They're yeah. the luckiest team ever, honestly. Yeah. They well, really are. Yeah, Brady's Patriots are pretty lucky because they, they, their teams could never just figure it out for 20 years. Hey, hey, Jeez. hey, the Dolphins won the one year that he blew his knee out and they went wildcat with Pat White. The Jets had like one year too. That's true. And with like they, Mark yeah. Sanchez and they yeah. bought Fumble. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Baltimore, I think it's the one secure team up there. Yep. I think Miami I think they get good. there, but it's not... I'm still concerned. Tyreek's out. Yeah. Offenses looked a little shaky the last couple weeks. Yeah. Kansas City's there. Jacksonville, Cleveland, Cincinnati Colts are your top Wh- seven right now. What are your wild card teams? My, so I have like my, my dream wild card okay. for, for fun Michael Merkel watching football. <laughs> okay. Because I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. But this is what I would want to happen. Okay. All right. The NFC, that's also what I'd want for the NFC, the seven yep. I named, mm-hmm. because I think it's the most fun football. Okay. All right. Baltimore being your one. Miami being your two, Kansas City being your three, Jacksonville being your four, works sure. for me. Yep, that fine. works for me. Yep. All those teams are good. Five, I, I feel like at this point has to be Cleveland, even though I, I don't want it to be Cleveland. That's a boring-ass game. Yeah, the defense is just too good for me mm-hmm. to be like. I think Jim Schwartz gets another cat coaching opportunity. He might. If he wants one. Yeah, I don't know if he wants one. I feel like he could have gotten one like a couple times ago. Yeah, when they he won was, the Super Bowl. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Yeah. Like, he didn't get one. Like, I meant maybe not, I guess. Maybe. But Everyone just looked at his record and they go, yeah. yeah. You had Kelvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford and still couldn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah, six seed, I would want Houston to get there. Okay. Give me a... Give Assuming me a, Stroud's healthy. Yeah. Kansas City, Texans, oh. CJ Stroud Mahomes. Yeah. Please. And then... And when they when they lose and everybody goes, what's wrong with the Chiefs? And everyone's just like, 
Yeah. And then seven seed, I'd really want Buffalo. Okay. Because I think Buffalo's a lot of fun. Yeah. Even Buffalo though and Miami going Buffalo at Buffalo Miami again, going the rematch at last year, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. With the back in Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be my like my dream scenario because I think all the games are kind of fun. outside yeah. of like Browns. But you, got, you get a good matchup. But though, you right? get like a lot of fun matchups yeah. in there. What I think will happen is I think Cleveland gets five. I think Cincinnati probably gets like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And then I really don't want the Colts to get it. Yeah, I really. So need I'm going to talk my way into saying the Texans somehow pull it off. You don't and get think the Buffalo seven. gets there? I don't. No. Now, if they beat, so you got Dallas today. Dallas today. Yeah, and they play the Chargers and Patriots next. Yo, those are wins. Those are then wins. they can get to like ten wins. Maybe they can get yeah. in at ten wins. Yeah, this is a big game. And then they play at the Dolphins week 18. But the so, Dolphins may not be playing. And for the Dolphins might not be. Yeah, they might already have something lunched yeah. up or whatever. Yep. So it depending on how they feel. Yeah. Maybe Buffalo can sneak in there. Yeah. Like without a doubt, but yeah. that, that's the problem is I see a couple of these teams. I just don't want like the Colts. I don't want yes. like the Colts. I agree. I don't want the Steel. I'm so happy the Steelers started losing all these games. I, I was know. like, I don't want the Steelers in there. No. I don't really want Denver in there. Mm-hmm. Like those are teams. I'm like they're good. They're but not like the though. Chief, they're the just, they're just them, yeah. They're just like they're, there's. You have no shot of actually making yeah. a run. Like my, I want to. I want teams in there that I'm like at least put up a fight. Yeah, and right, I think yeah. C.J. Stroud and Houston can put up a fight. Yeah, I think Buffalo as a six or seven mm-hmm. is like. I think if Buffalo got to the seven, yeah, they'd be, be the wild. toughest seven seed. Oh, ever. Yeah, like, for ever. sure. Like, because you, know, you go look, you have years. an All Pro quarterback, and you're like, okay, figure it out. This is what I wanted. Like. Two years ago, when the Chargers and Raiders were playing that last game, yeah. and I was like, the Chargers as a seven seed would be terrifying. Right. This is what I want Buffalo to be: is I want them to be a seven seed and be right. like, go all right, go play, yeah, whoever, Miami or whatever. For sure, absolutely, for sure. Let's. I want to shift here and talk about Kansas City for a second. Uh, <laughs> losing against Buffalo after Kadarius Tony forgets how to play football and line up correctly uh-huh. as a slot receiver, um, and oh. in the, by result of that. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid both went yeah, for the they, last, they you know, bitch. you know, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, uh-huh. Both get fined. Is it official now that the Kansas City Chiefs, if it wasn't already, uh-huh. is it official now that they are the new, not the new, are they officially like King Dick number one now? Like, yes. we're like, they're on everyone's hit list where they go every game outside of people who root for Kansas City go, not anybody but them. Yes. In the AFC, especially. Like, yes. I'm going to take the NFC because, like, I, I would very much say anybody but Dallas and the, and the Packers 100% of the time. I think I think the Cowboys, as a generality, yeah. Yeah. are like that. Yeah. I think Kansas City yeah. is like, so like, like one as, Has two. Kansas City as, uh, officially stepped up to New England Patriots of, Anybody but them yes. because we're so tired of it. I think so. Okay. I think they, I mean, I think they've hit it like a couple years ago. Yeah, you ago. were there like three. You were the first person on the train yeah. and have been passing out flyers to passerbys and going, are you sure? And people were like, no, 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 we really like them. Like, do you though? Yeah. Do you? Do you really? Like, I don't believe that you do. Every time someone says they like the Chiefs, I go, I don't believe you. And then you're like, you're, oh, see, now they're talking about Taylor Swift. They're not even talking about your team. They'd rather talk about the guy's girlfriend over talk about your team. Huh? Lions yeah. fans, it was an asterisk win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's so frustrating. I hate, like, yeah. like every time they play, I just get annoyed. <laughs> I root so hard for the other team. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm like, like, here's the thing. If they would have complained about the MVS pass interference against the Packers, yeah. I can sit there and go, it was, yeah, hey, they, missed the yeah, yeah. they missed the call. I mean, he threw the guy to the ground before the ball got there. Yep. It should have been kind of, it's a pa- now, I was pissed. Now, on the reverse side, literally the play before that, he got tackled inbounds and got unnecessary roughness. 
feels Agreed. like you kind of just cancel each other out a little bit, but it's fine. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. We just made some bad calls there. Um, lining off offsides, you get all angry. He was offsides. Yeah. Like, he was like a yard offsides. Yeah. And then they're just like, why didn't the ref warn us? Forgot to mention, it's not the ref's job to go, hey, stop play. Back yeah. up a little bit. Right. When you never looked at the referee, right. you lined up. You did the whole it's, finger you're, you're the, thing. You're a professional football player. Yeah. Line up right. Line up right. I don't understand. It's crazy. So, like, that being the thing that they freak out and, like, get angry about is crazy to me. Yeah. Because there's been a lot worse. Right. Oh, God, yes. Are you kidding me? Not towards them. Like, for them. Yeah. But it's been... I I wonder how they would have felt if they didn't call defensive holding in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And then Philly goes right down the field and scores. scores, and then they lose. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two out of three. On the last two. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they are are the team that I, I, I just don't want to see win. Yeah, I, 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 think, I really honestly, I really don't care if anyone else wins. Yeah, I just don't want to see yeah. them win. Uh, I, I mean, if Dallas won, I just go. Oh God. it happens. Yeah, that, yeah. worst case scenario ever for me is a Cowboys versus Kansas City or a Packers versus Kansas City Super Bowl. That would be like worst case scenario for me in every sense of the word. I see. I think Cowboys Chiefs would actually be a fun game, though. Okay, fine. Have it in the regular season then. I don't need to see it in the Super Bowl. I don't need to hear about how great. Like, I don't know if it's just because of a numb nuts on first take just blows Kansas it's, City. I so think it's hard. also that. He really ruins it. He, he you know what? I, as much as I do think a lot of times I think people overreact to what he says because he just brings actual stats to the conversation. He does. People don't like that. The, the thing is, like, he's been on the Buffalo train, yeah. like, four years ago. Yeah. And now everyone's like, oh, maybe Buffalo's not that good. He's like, I. Yeah, I've right. been telling you, right. like he's usually first yeah. to it and is pretty accurate with it. Yeah. But the Chiefs stuff is yeah. like it's, it's the LeBron stuff too. He he hurts LeBron yeah, he by championing him as much as he does. If yeah. they just let him play and then at the end go, here you go. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Yeah, he was awesome. No doubt, right? Like yeah. just goes it's just one of day. those things where and I hate because all sports fans do it, yeah. is you talk shit about a team forever right and then when they beat your team it's like yeah but they were good the whole time yeah like he hates buffalo yeah then buffalo beats them and goes but buffalo's like a 500 about to be above 500 i go you You can't yeah you can't how you hate like every all like this denver game yeah everyone's like yeah denver kind of sucks don't they yeah and then the lions beat them they beat the denver broncos (laughs) and i go okay but you just said two weeks ago they were like oh yeah they just lost by 70 to a team earlier this year right all of a sudden, now they're good because yeah. the Lions beat them. Like, it's one of those things where I'm yeah. like, you can't talk shit about a team, then that team wow. beats your team, and then go, but they were good the whole time. Yeah. So it's okay. Right. It's, yes. Nope. I, it doesn't make no. sense. It I just thousand, doesn't I add up. But no, he does. Uh, the LeBron thing's funny because Skip Bayless... Is the complete like, opposite of that. Boy, boils yeah. him down, and then he rises him up, so it actually like, equals out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, how do we get that job? They're, just they're talk s- nonsense They're on so funny. Um, all right. So let me ask you this. Right now, putting a gun to your head... Yeah. Proverbially, a squirt gun. Um, squirt you right in the ear. Just right in the ear. Yeah. Oh. Um, who wins the Super Bowl? If you had a team right now, who wins it? Who's taking it all right um, now? Let's see. There's only one right answer, and it, it rhymes with Smart Lions, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that team. I've never heard. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever watched them play. They rhyme with USFL Panthers? No. <laughs> Yeah. Do you see I think the I think the Panthers, the Michigan Panthers and the Battle Hawks are gonna both be in that league. Of course they are. So, so I, no, I was like, no, I don't know no, why I'm, I'm torn. torn. I'm torn. They're in different divisions yeah. or whatever, but I'm torn. Just anyway. for the Super Bowl every time now. <laughs> 
They should just put all the USFL teams in one conference yeah. and all the XFL well, the other, dis- and then you get like the best of the best. They're like disbanding like yeah. some of the teams. Like, it's oh, they are? Be, it's only going to be like five teams and five teams or oh, something like that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, you don't want some of these teams who are just god-awful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So who do I think is actually going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Right now, like if you had to, if you had to choose trends, because you know, like here's the thing, right? Like if... I look at a team like Dallas, right? You come off a big win against somebody like, are they really going to then go another three, four games and not lose and then go on another three-game tear and win the whole thing? Yeah. It's about, it's about at the end of the day, it's about who's who do you think is going to get hot right at the tail end of the season where you go, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, th- I think maybe Philly. Yeah. I'm not confident I'm still, in anybody. I'm, yeah. I, I This has been a weird year for me because I, every year I think, okay, it's Philly. Okay, it's San Fran. Okay, it's Baltimore. Yeah. I go, and then they lose a stupid game, and you go, yeah. see, this is what can happen, though, right? It's like, where you're just yeah. like, ah. I don't trust Lamar throwing the football. No. I can give you, like, like I was yeah. like, Miami. Right. right. If they play outside of Miami, I don't trust them right. anywhere else. Right. So is Tyreek available? Yes or no? He's not. I don't take Miami Definitely now. not. Right. Chiefs don't have any receivers. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville's not ready yet, and then no. all the other AFC teams have problems. Yeah. NFC side, Brock Purdy. I don't know if I trust Brock Purdy yet. Yeah. Right. I'm not. I'm not sold yet. Even though he played really well last it's, year in the playoffs, I, I just think it's a McCaffrey led yeah. thing. Dallas is like your problem. Where I don't know if they can win like seven games in a row, but right. like, but they're really good. They are. They're really good. But it's like, do they find that right matchup? It's like the, the Chiefs have clearly backed in where he went. Wow, we kind of really lucked out in these playoff yeah, runs sometimes. where we didn't ever have to play like the top team. They mm-hmm. never played the Baltimore. They beat one Buffalo Bill team, yeah, that and that's really all they've good. done. Yeah. Right. So it's like. I look at them and I go, I just don't see yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I, the Lions don't have a defense good enough, no. I don't think, to get there. No. And then the Eagles are the one team where I'm like, I think they're still complete enough. And I if think they basically they've stumbled them- enough right now where they lose another. Say like, say they beat Seattle and then they lose another one. And it's mm. like, and then they start to get everybody back by that last week or two. And yeah. you go, okay, yeah, now I think this I, is where we're at. I was going to say, I think like – because of their easy schedule at the end, yeah. they're really going to beef up their wins, yeah. and they're going to look really impressive. Yeah. And then if they're, say, a two seed, they're going to be playing, like, the Packers right, or the Rams or yeah. something mm-hmm. or the Seahawks squeak in or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you beat them, then you host the Lions. Right, right. And you go, eh, you that's a much better one. That. And then yeah. you play in San Fran probably. Yeah. And I go, that's winnable. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. I would say the Eagles, yeah. but I'm not sold out anybody. Yeah, and I think that's why it's and a lot of And the unfortunate part is most years I would just say probably the Chiefs just yeah. because they always look yeah, the best going sure. in. Yeah. But this year, I, I, I don't I'm think they sold. do it. I don't think they do it. I think the no. divisional round, I think if they get to the AFC Conference game, it's going to be because something fell screwy in that matchup beforehand. Yeah. I really don't have confidence that they're going to be there. I don't either. I think there's a lot of teams that can beat them. I think their defense has looked like Garbage, by the way. Yeah. Jordan Love tore them a new asshole mm-hmm. for a good chunk of that game, and Jordan Love's not good. I'm sorry, he's not. You're gonna, I'm gonna need to see a lot more than you beating up on a shit Lions secondary for me to all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, Jordan Love, yeah, great. Um, so I, I, I do not trust. Yeah, Kansas I don't really City trust right anybody. No, so that's why it's funny to me where it's like you know we talk about like the Lions stuff, and no, I don't think the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. But what I am saying is. You can't tell me that there's not even the faintest possibility where it's like if they get hot enough in the yeah. right stretch of time, all of a sudden they're playing the NFC title game and you go, how the 
fuck did we get here? Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they get to like an NFC yeah. Championship game, but it's also when you look through like yeah. some of the schedules and oh, everything, God, yes. it's like the Lions have had like probably the easiest schedule to get here, yeah. and they've had some of the weirdest like. Yeah. Why are you playing New Orleans like this? Why did you lose to the Bears? Why did you yeah, almost lose to the Bears? Like the Niners just like walk through some of those teams where it's like right. I don't know if I trust you enough. Right. Uh, the Lions are a team I don't know if I trust them going three and out. Oh no! For like three oh no! Oh great! You know, I know I agree with like you. Like three or four back to back to back high quality games. <laughs> yeah. Have we seen yeah. that this year outside of that three game stretch against? Atlanta, yeah. Green Bay, and Carolina. Yeah, and sure. here's the thing. They always bounce back really well after a loss. The problem is you can't lose now. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to win every game. Yeah. If you come out flat against, like, the Bears yeah. against the Eagles, you'll yeah. lose by 40, and then yes. it's like you don't have next week to, no. nope. to I, back, agree. So. I agree with you. That's no, why I don't trust them either. So yeah. I would it's, say Eagles. It's a fun one. It's a fun one, though, for sure. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Wildcard weekend's yeah. coming up really quickly. No, it's weird. We're the last month of the year already. Yeah, it's interesting how I don't know why other years haven't felt like this, but the NFL and NBA playoffs – yeah. just seem different this year. Yeah, I agree with you. No, like, they I, just feel like they're just going to be like really entertaining. I don't know if it's because like a lot of the stars, mm-hmm. like the LeBrons and the Lucas yeah. and all those guys are going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. And the NFL, you have like a lot of high quality quarterbacks this year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's it or yeah. something. But I do think there's been a different. little bit more parity in the NBA than in years past too, right? Like as much fun as I'm sure it was for you to see those LeBron Cavs get there every year, at the same time, for every other fan in the world, it was like, this is the worst because it's the same fucking I'll, matchup here's the thing. all the time. I'll, 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 I'll get on the plane where I didn't love to see Warriors Cavs every year. Yeah. Obviously, as a it LeBron sucked. fan, I like watching LeBron get it there. It sucked. But KD Warrior times were not awful. fun. No, it was terrible. Because it was like, no, even if I'm a LeBron fan, I go, they're not beating that team. No, exactly. Like everyone knows you're not beating like, that team. I appreciate the fact that we see. That's why the NFL is always going to be king, because there is always parity. Mm-hmm. Because you can have the best quarterback in the NFL and still lose a football game. Mm-hmm. And there is no do-overs. There's no, well, LeBron had a bad night tonight. We'll get him in two days. The season's over. That's why I always wish they would go back to like the best of threes in the first round. Yeah. Because I, I was like, give the eight seed a chance. Yeah. If it's the best of three, the an problem eight seed is can that win. it gets to like what you point out a lot of times. Though it's like that eight seed wins, and then they play a really good team, and you go, "Oh, this is awful." Yeah, like this is really bad. Yeah, they got hot for two games, and now they can't make a shot because this is what they actually are. Mm-hmm. Yikes! No, hundred percent. Yeah, the best of seven brings out who yes. is actually the best. Team. I agree. So, Usually, ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, like um, if you're the worst team, yeah, and you win four out of seven, yeah. that's just right. Good for right. you, I guess. But that rarely happens. Yeah, so, yeah, this year, you know, in the NFL-wise, I look at it and I go, because every team you can see has gone through a lull where you go, maybe that comes again, right? (laughs) Like, I still think the Niners are one left tackle away from, I don't know what you are, right? Or if McCaffrey gets banged up, you're like... Well, shit, what do we do? Now we got to throw the ball a lot more. That's not really what we want to do. Yeah, you know? There are a couple injuries away yeah. from, like, The Lions absolute. are a Frank Ragnow injury away from not being able to pass block. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it is what it is, you yes. know? Um, every team, and this is, and I'm not even talking quarterback, right? Like, obviously, you lose Lamar, you lose Goff, you lose whoever, that's a problem. Yes. But I'm talking about just another person where you go, you don't understand how important they are until they're gone, and then you go, Oh, they make the whole world go around. Yes. You know? Um, so it's, it's really interesting. Um, let's just focus a little bit. Let's talk wrestling here. We're going to check in on a couple different things. Real quick, Mike, before we kind of get into AEW and WWE, oh, let's no. briefly hit on Ring of Honor and the final battle show. <laughs> okay. um, neither one of us watched this show, at least fully. Um, mm-hmm. From all reports, I heard it was a good show. Yeah. But, I, I watched the, the Blackpool Combat Six Man, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. I watched part of the I Quit match between Tony Neeson and um, Ethan Page. Because you knew that feud was getting to the point where it needed an I Quit match. 
Yeah, that's a blow-off match right mm, that there. That's a, a main event anywhere in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's that a cruiserweight a... classic participant, Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. It was something. All right. I watched that Vikingo match because yeah. I like watching him flip around and kill people. <laughs> I like. I think that's fun. Uh, he wrestled twice on the same night because he was on Rampage earlier. How did he How do it? How did he do it? He pulled a Rick Rude. <laughs> I kind of just realized that. I was yeah. like, oh, he was wrestling at the same time. Yeah. They were both start. Or they were How like is he doing this? Uh, we are live here in Rampage. Liar. <laughs> you are not actually live. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. overall, I thought the show was like, the, the parts I saw was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know. And here's the thing about, uh, one thing about Tony Khan and AEW slash Ring of Honor yeah. is the pay-per-views yeah. are generally pretty yeah, good. They, they probably, Even they if deliver. they don't build or yeah, they whatever, yeah. they usually deliver. So like, that's why I don't mind yeah. going through some of these Ring of Honor shows because I'm like, when you look at the card, you go, that kind of looks like stinky. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it and you go, that oh, was pretty good. Yeah. And it's like every, the last Yeah, four no, for sure. Shows. I heard the, I heard the Athena, Billy Starks match was good. I don't understand why Bill, or why Athena retained, but that's, yeah. I guess I, I, well, they just established the new Ring of Honor women's television title. So, wonder who's getting that one. Mm, um, interesting. I do want to talk about AEW though, because, and we talked about this off air, but I kind of wanted to bring it to the show as well. Um, I'm actually, like, legit worried for AEW. And what I mean by that is is we're, we're hearing reports now that WWE has had meetings and talks with Warner Brothers Discovery, which is TBS, TNT, Ooh. that kind of stuff. Did you see something? No. Oh, okay. You're I was saying, about, oh, I thought you were looking at your phone. I was yeah. like, oh, what happened? I go, just, Who died? I'm, Who I'm died? Just, what happened? Um, where WWE has had some discussions about potentially – being on, you know, one of those channels for, you know, specifically for Monday Night Raw because we know SmackDown is moving to USA, uh, NXT is moving to the CW, and if Raw moves to TNT or TBS or whatever on Monday nights, I find it extremely implausible that AEW will also be on those same television stations at the same time. Um, Couple that with the fact that CW at one point wanted to talk to Tony Khan about maybe putting Ring of Honor on CW, um, and then Tony Khan just kind of didn't engage in those conversations, and then they moved to NXT. It very much feels like if WWE is going to go to Warner Brothers Discovery and go on TNT, TBS, wherever on Monday nights, and AEW loses their television slot, I don't know where they go, where it will be a comparable transition to people go, oh, okay, so they're just going to here. It's not like USA is getting out of WWE business and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, AEW is going to USA on Wednesday nights. That's not happening. So, and they have three television shows plus what has been rumored or at least has been hinted at or, you know, presumably added into this is Tony wants to find a way to get Ring of Honor on television. I don't know how AEW is going to sell three plus shows to a new television station or stations, uh, depending on if they're going to try to branch out. Okay, Rampage is going to be here. Collision's going to be here. You know, Dynamite's going to be here. I, I'm I'm concerned. I'm really concerned about AEW's television future because it seems like, you know, we're talking about how much their, pro- their revenue is and all that other thing, but we're not hearing about profits, which leads me to believe that, I mean, A, they're not publicly held, so you don't have to disclose that information, but... It, le- it lends to tell me that they're probably still not making actual profit yet, you know, in AEW. Are you concerned at all, Mike, about some of this stuff? I know we're kind of talking about the business of professional wrestling, but I do think it has an impact because 
you know, AW still, okay, we just signed Will Ospreay, right? There were original rumors that maybe Mercedes Monet was going to come. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Um, but you've got a lot of talent under contract. The Elite just re-upped not that long ago. You still got Jericho. You're paying Moxley. You got all these guys. And yet it looks like now WWE is doing like this, you know, I don't want to say it's a power play, but it's also like you're up against the hottest wrestling promotion in the world right now. WWE's hotter than AEW. I don't think that's being malicious. I just think no, it's facts it's, at this current moment, yeah. right? You look at the ratings, you're looking at monetary value. They're they're just killing it right now. Yep. Um, it concerns me if WWE goes, yeah, let's get a deal done. Because I don't know where you go if you're AEW where you can get three shows. It, if I'm, And I'm just simply just worried about Dynamite getting picked up somewhere on a network that is at the same level as Warner Brothers because right now, if you go to a secondary channel system, right, and you go, great, this is TNA all over again. Mm -hmm. You know, TNA loses their spike deal. They go to Destination America. Everybody goes, who the hell is Destination America? Nobody's watching. And they just slowly but surely died. I don't want that for AEW. What are your thoughts on kind of all this right now? Because... Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get concerned. I, I'm legitimately concerned because I didn't expect this to happen. I kind of figured they're just going to be in bed with TNT forever. This is kind of, you know, with Warner Brothers, and they're just going to have their stuff. Maybe they don't always have three shows, but, you know, two shows, WWE's in link with USA, is a juggernaut, they're going to get these rights deals, blah, 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 blah. But I never really kind of put it in my mind that AEW would just lose television mm -hmm. or be forced to leave Turner to, despite potential equity holdings by Turner in AEW. It's a, it's a fascinating, fascinating time. It is fascinating. Um, yeah, the it's it's an interesting time to be in an AEW fan. Yeah. Um, I think it does cause for a little bit of worry. Yeah. Um, not that they're going out of business, but it's just simply a, a state of optics, yeah. right? Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, it all, it all plays itself out. Yeah. I think every every year, every couple of years, we always get the oh, oh yeah. this this big landscape thing is going to change, and then when time goes on, it goes okay, maybe not. It's not too bad. Yeah. I do think if TNT does uh, get the rights to Raw or what yeah. have you, I do think that they'll find another station comparable because mm -hmm. I think Tony's a really good business guy, so I think he'll eventually yeah. fit, maneuver and figure a way out, whether it's you know cutting ties with Ring of Honor or just getting AEW on there oh, or whatever. I want to pause right there for a second. Do you think that him trying to get television for Ring of Honor is hurting AEW? I think it could be. I think it could be a reason why. I think it is. I think personally... If, if I was Tony Khan, I'd wrap up Ring of Honor. At least uh -huh. temporarily. Go, hey, look, we're, we're really focused on here. We just had a great final battle show, right? I kind of want to just, we want to do a full reset on Ring of Honor here. And until we can secure television rights for that product or find a platform for it other than just Honor Club, mm -hmm. which no one is going out of their way to buy, right? It's mm -hmm. got to be in something, right? No one is like you're not going to buy the WWE network to watch NXT. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's it never happened. So you have to have something. If they got it on HBO Max, like we've been clamoring for for the last two years, then I think you'd have a more viable system there. Yeah. So I didn't want to interrupt you there, but I do think that that component is important. Yeah. I think in this conversation. No, no, hundred percent. And I think I've always been slightly annoyed at 
you know, Ring of Honor stuff being on AEW yes, TV. Yes, agreed. It I dilutes the whole thing. I think it's annoying to have MJF and Adam Cole be Ring of Honor tag champs. I know, like, the story yeah. and everything, but mm-hmm. I think that was annoying. Samoa Joe being Tina or uh, Ring of Honor Television. champion yeah. uh, on AEW TV and defending it all the time was annoying. Yeah. Like, all that stuff is just annoying to me. Yeah. I get it. Listen, I get annoyed when NXT does their stuff on oh, SmackDown yeah. Raw, Absolutely. too. Yeah. It's not, For it's sure. not like, an individualistic thing. No, I just, keep your shit separate. Yeah, just, yeah. like, if it's going to be... If NXT's a developmental brand... Keep the NXT stuff away from the main roster stuff. Yep. Same thing with Ring of Honor. If Ring of Honor is like another brand. Mm-hmm. Don't put all of their stuff. I, it's cool once in a while when you do Forbidden Door yeah. and you put the U, uh, IWGP US title on the yeah. line on a Forbidden Door right. show. That's one thing. Right. Well, but, it's a joint promoted show. But you don't do. You don't have US title matches on Dynamite for yeah. three weeks building up to that. Right. You just have the one match on the pay-per-view. Right. Um, if you built something, like you're like, oh, I really want to have a Ring of Honor world title match at World's End yeah. or something, and you want to build it up a little bit, that's one thing. I don't want to see 17 title defenses yeah. on it. So right. I think cutting ties with Ring of Honor is something well, they should like, do, and thing, I think right? it would help out. Jericho was the Ring of Honor champion. He made zero appearances on Ring of Honor television. No. Yeah, he was on like two pay-per-views. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, how many how many times Claudio was on there? Probably right. not very exactly. many. Exactly. Right. Like how many times was they were was the Ring of Honor World Champion associated with the Ring of Honor product yeah. itself? Yeah, there was like a month or two yeah. right when they bought it yeah. where Jericho was champion. I go, Oh, that's cool to put the Ring of Honor champion on TV yeah. to be like, Oh, he's the champion. Let me go check it out. Yeah, right. Like that idea. Yeah. Right. But then is they fine. never followed up because Jericho was Jericho, I don't think, defended the Ring of Honor talent any Ring of Honor pay per view. He defended on AW pay per views, never on Ring of Honor pay per views. Well, he he defended at um, whatever one, Superstar of Honor or whatever. Supercard of Honor, he did. Yeah, pretty sure. Guess what? He lost to Claudio, right, on the Ring of Honor show. I thought no, he just no, they lost on the Dynamite. I thought. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Remember, it was like a loaded Dynamite because there was like three title Maybe, matches. I mean, listen, you, I'm try, I'm you would to probably. I'm, I'm like I'm a little I'm, more confident yeah. in you remembering this than me. But yeah, I will, I, I will look I, I'm never. I'm not as good with my AEW history. You usually tend to. Remember, show is yeah, a little see, bit better than me. Ring of Honor history. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like the, we're in this weird, we're in a populous weird middle time. where like neither one of us are good at Ring of Honor history. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. Ever since they were bought, I was like, okay. Actually, ever since COVID hit, is when things really Ring started to go down. Championship. Chris yeah. Jericho. Oh God. Yeah. Why there's so many matches here? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jericho. Let's see. Let's so see. He won it. Uh, Chris Jericho defeats Claudio on Dynamite Grand Slam. Yeah, he lost it at Final Battle 2022. Oh, he did lose it at Final Battle. Okay, cool. All right, all right. So, so we he have lost one. it to Claudio at Final Battle. Okay, all right, cool, 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 so, cool. Yeah. Claudio and Claudio won it at Death Before Dishonor the first time. Yes, yes, yeah. Because he, he beat uh, Gresham, right? Yeah, he beat Gresham. Yeah, at yeah Death that Before made Dishonor. sense. Yes, and then lost it on Dynamite to Jericho. Right. Then Jericho okay, lost so I'm thinking it on when Final he won Battle. It. Oh yes. no, Jericho winning it is the one I'm thinking of yes. on Dynamite. Okay. And the one him losing it is the one yes. I'm thinking of yeah. at Final Battle. We we got there, folks. We got there. Anyway, yes. long anyway. story short is I do think Ring of Honor is kind of like a parasite right now to AEW. I really do. I don't yes. think it's. I don't think it's helping. And I think Tony really needs to get his shit together, and he needs to make sure, if nothing else. He needs to make sure Dynamite can get on a on a major network. Yeah. Because if you come out and tell me that Dynamite is going on, I can't even tell you what channel there is because I only watch like eight channels because everything else is garbage, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me that it's gonna be on FS1 or something like that. Like that's maybe your best case scenario because it's not gonna go to Fox because Fox has already had WWE and they can't sell ads there. So you're not gonna put AEW who is not does not appeal. And this is another problem I think, Mike, and I want to ask you about this. Do you think AEW needs to tone down 
the violence a little bit on their on their week to week programming because I am concerned based on ratings numbers and amount of viewers because it's not going up and it's not really going down. It's just kind of there, yes. right? I think AEW's I guess slant or or I don't know, like their their preference to kind of go more at that eighteen to forty nine demographic, uh-huh. I think is hurting them in long term growth because there's a potential now that's not necessarily our parents, but maybe others where it's like you're not appealing to a bigger audience, both kids and other people who maybe don't need to see the blood and guts, right? Outside of on pay per view, yeah. when Moxie's on television every single week bleeding, they can't. That's not good. It's not, it doesn't. I, I think it's starting to kind of come back to bite them a little bit. Right? Yeah, I. Th- I'm just a little worried about even collision. Literally yesterday, mm-hmm. they had a street fight thing where mm-hmm. women are bleeding and doing all that stuff. I don't think that long term. I don't think you're getting a net positive out of those decisions. Yeah, it's it's hard because I think not for pay per view because that's different because you're yeah. choosing to purchase that pay per view. Yeah, that's different. That's that's a no holds barred type of deal. No, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Pay per views. I'm a hundred percent like do whatever you want. Yeah, because it's different because you're trying to give you something different that you don't see on regular yeah. television. TV, I think the hard part with TV is yeah. I think Tony Khan's trying to do the whole like not necessarily add to error, but like anything can happen and people yeah. are killing each other and doing that, that thing. Yeah. I get that vibe. And as the alternative to WWE, yep. it is nice to see someone bleed once in a Better while. Better than, different than, right? Okay, yeah. like that's what you got to be. It's got you got to be you got to stand out. Yep. Or if you're or ju- less than, if you're yep. WWE light, everyone's just gonna watch WWE. So you Correct. have to do something different. Yes, um, I do think though that how parents potentially like raise their kids up now mm-hmm. yeah. or like if they go watch WWE and they go, yeah, they're just like punching each other and they're doing it's flips clean, or something. Right. It's There's, clean. Yeah. Cody versus Jey Uso is like, okay, right. like they're, it's right. like a nice 10 minute exactly. match doing their thing. When you watch Moxley having like a razor blade, he's just like cutting <laughs> up someone on TV. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I want my kid watching that. Right. And so I do think there is a little bit of maybe if you, back it off or if you go this is like a moxley thing yeah so it's like if moxley's not maybe it's like maybe you don't and i think do that and i think the other issue too is is that once again what are you gaining yeah viewership is not growing no right so if viewership's not growing something else has to change right Mm -hmm. i think you've got too many stories that don't mean anything i think you made a perfect point right And we've been talking we've been putting over this continental classic i watched dynamite start to finish last week, right? Because I was like, okay, we got Andrade um, and uh, who was it? Was it Mark Briscoe or was it Jay Lethal? Uh, Briscoe, I think. Briscoe, right? Was it Was it Andrade? It was Andrade, right? On on Wednesday? I'm pretty sure. It well, maybe Roosh. Maybe. I don't know. Mark. But I remember, I, I distinctly remember tuning in because I went, I said, Swerve Moxley, I'm there. I'm watching it. Yes. I'm, in t- I'm invested. I would like to watch this match. Didn't love the finish, but we'll get there because I think they're just going to wind up facing each other in semis anyway. But anyway. Yep. Um, I do too. Right. So, but, so the Continental Classic's been really good. Still don't truly understand what they're fighting for, but I guess when it's all resolved, we'll be fine. But I don't think that we are making the necessary progress you know, in, in long-term business development because we're still trying to appease a smaller vocal part of the audience Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense right i think despite wwe's challenges and we've talked about them at nauseum right now wwe is finding a really good blend of appealing to the internet wrestling community like us right which we're we're very vocal we review shows like we're in it Mm -hmm. right we watch everything 
but then you're also appealing to this mass audience as well. Because for every CM Punk bring back that fans like us, like, oh shit, here we go. There's another, there's another fan that's going, I don't really remember who CM Punk is, but man, I really like Cody Rhodes and I like Seth Rollins and I've got guys Mm -hmm. that I've established the old fashioned way and all that shit. Like, there's a little bit of everything. I think I think AEW really needs to start thinking about how they're trying to grow the audience rather than maintain the same group yeah. of audience. And I think I think bringing in a guy like Edge is something that's trying to build yes, the audience. I agree because with you. it's like, oh, it's Edge. Yeah. Oh, I know him. Right. I remember him. Yeah. But um, the F, the unaired f bombs yeah. aren't helping you. Yeah. They're, they're not doing anything for you in any sort of long term or short term outside of being. Like, Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that help? Yeah, and I also think everyone knows, yeah. like, Edge and everything. I yeah, think yeah. sometimes we always kind of shit on, like, the guy walks in and get, like, a big match right out the bat. Yeah, yeah. I think Edge could have used, like, a... Yes, agreed. Throw him against MJF yes. or something. Like, yeah. get that big yeah. name Get value. a dream match get, out of the way. Yeah, just yes. throw him and Kenny. I thought they did something. that with Brian, and despite my acqui- my apprehension about him losing all the time, right? Because I didn't love yeah. that. Well, it's but, annoying when, like, in two years he loses everything. Yeah. But when he walks in, he's like, yeah. oh, me and Hangman are going 60. Right. Right, exactly. It, it helps yes. a lot to be yeah. like, okay, that's and, awesome. And I will say this. I think AEW is already the alternative. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is is if you're looking in-ring product to in-ring product on a match-per-match basis, mm-hmm. I think there is a. I think you can make a strong argument that match-to-match, especially with your top guys, okay? Your undercard it is what it is, okay? But I think your main event male stars compared to their main event male stars in terms of, you give them time to work on television, especially television. I think AEW is better on the in-ring side of it. Yes. Right? You've got the Swerves. you got the Moxies. you got Bryans. you got Cole. you got MJF, right? And I love Rollins, and I love Drew, and I love all these guys, but WWE is always going to be more story. I was going to say, I will say, though, yeah. is, and I think this is where me and you generally differ on yeah, matches, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is you're much more of the story. Yes. Person. Yes. That's why you've liked a lot more Roman Reigns matches than yes. I have. Agreed. I'm more in like, all right, just Kenny and Will just kill each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah, and I sure. think, and then that's why I think I yep. lean AEW more. Yeah. And you lean WWE more yep. because it's the style that you like more. Correct. Yes. But I think from a like an overall presence, I think the wrestling on AEW is yes. Slightly and I think because I think they get more time, right? Yes. I think they get more time. I think I and I think that is what AEW tries to hang its hat on mm-hmm. more than proper story development for yes. everything outside of their main one story. They, they are turning, and the, and I was always very interested watching New Japan, how New Japan would be on a week-to-week. Mm-hmm. It's just AEW. It's exactly AEW, a thousand percent. It's, a lot of matches where you go, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't happening. understand, but it's going to be like a four-and-a-half-star yep, match. This is fine, it's, sure. Yep. And it's, it's very much like, because New Japan's style works mm-hmm. because they just have like a big show every month. Well, they do a couple yeah. random tags. And New Japan, and, though, is presented as legitimate sports. Sport, yeah. Right. And I know AW with these pressers and everything else, they're trying to kind of get to that slant. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that it's, you're not in Japan. Yeah. You haven't. They everybody in Japan knows it's it's scripted. Right. But it's presented as legitimate competition. Yeah. And they're humongous. Like they're movie stars over there. Right. In in America, you're looked at as, OK, there has to be story because that's how you get the American wrestling fan mm-hmm. invested into your shit. Right. Yeah, it's funny that AEW because I agree with you that I, I tend to lean more towards story because at the end of the day I want to feel something I want to f- make why does this match mean something I don't want to have to bank on watching this match to then get invested I'd rather feel like I don't know what's going to happen like mm-hmm. 
And it's funny that AEW tends to lean that way because all of the stuff that's done the biggest money for them and is the stuff that's most memorable is all story-driven. Yeah. Punk and MJF, right? Even Kenny and Osprey, you've got so much historical value there. Hangman, Hangman and Man. Kenny yeah. is the perfect example of that. Yeah. So it's funny to me how that gets there, right? Yeah. But then it's funny because on the flip side of yeah. that, for every one of those, you just yeah. get like Young Bucks Lucha Bros. And you go, there's no go, story here. What is it? None. It's for the titles. They just sure. they just fight for the titles and yeah. they just put on an absolute like six-star steel cage match. And you yes. go, okay, cool. Agreed. I'm just, you know, going back kind of the root of the conversation here, I'm really interested to kind of see what AEW does in the next year mm-hmm. because if the ratings stay the same, and the total viewership stays the same or starts to drop even more, mm-hmm. we're, we really got to start thinking about what has to change because yeah. that there is a major concern there because you're not, you're, to your point, you're not going to out WWE. Yeah. They're not, it's not going to happen. I, yeah. And I also wonder if when they get to the 10 pay per view or 12 pay per view schedule, mm-hmm. if that'll help or hurt their ratings on a week to week. Right. Only because, mm-hmm. like, you have to think. So, like, if you do one every single month, mm-hmm. two of your shows of the four are don't either, are either or don't mean anything. The yeah. middle two don't mean anything. Yeah. But the go home yep. and the show after are yep. off of pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Normally, they have like seven weeks of shows that don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like from January 1st to like middle of February, they yep. don't have anything for pay-per-view. They, they slowly build the mm-hmm. revolution, right. but they don't have anything. If they had a show at the end of January and the end of February to lead up to middle of March or end of March... And you had all these like pre and post weeks of mm-hmm. this pay per view and this pay. I wonder if that would bring in more audience because you'd have bigger moments. The problem, on some of these the problem is, is that I think it becomes less than only because, to your point, right? They deliver, they over deliver most times on pay per view. They do yeah. a really nice job from an in ring product to go. Man, like we, ju- what did we just watch? Full Gear was that yeah, the last full one. Gear. That was a great show. It was, was from start top to, to finish, top to bottom, fantastic, fun show. Um. But to then, now, if we're going to do that every single month, you can't, because then what it becomes is it becomes, well, this is the, this is now the new bar. Mm-hmm. So when you go above it, it doesn't, it, that's when it feels special. But how can you, if it's, if everything's always at a 10, it becomes a one. Yeah. Right. Like if, if the volume's always cranked up to a thousand, I'm not, I'm used to just the thousand. Mm-hmm. So anything below that is now a disappointment. So you run into that situation where you have to walk this line between we're the wrestling company. Okay, great. But if you're going to go month to month, not only do you have two weeks every single week of your shows that don't mean anything, your go home's really not going to mean much either because you know you're not going to get any resolution to any conflict, mm-hmm. right? So you're just waiting. Basically, you got the first and second week of the, pro- of the month to go, what's the fallout? Following up to, okay, what's the build? I got the card. I'll see you in two weeks when we get to the show. Yeah. Following it up with, are those shows now going to be just better dynamites outside of maybe the core four or five? Because we we got to we gotta get it the next month. And we, we've talked about this with WWE all the time. For every shit, shit, every great SummerSlam or WrestleMania, we've got a shit backlash to sit through and a shit Great American Bash and a this show and a this show where you go, it's nothing but rematches that we don't care about, right? AEW especially because they don't have a streaming service, that's going to be a very tough ask, mm-hmm. you know, your customer base too, to then go say, hey, 60 bucks this month mm-hmm. again, every month, cool. You know, there's, it, there's, there's so many pieces to it. And at the crux of it is, if you don't have television, you can't go 12 pay-per-views. No. You know, and if you don't have television that matters, I don't know how you go 12 pay-per-views. Because yeah. TNA tried it. 
TNA went 12 mm-hmm. and TNA was doing 25,000 buys, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's a drop in the bucket long term. You want to run Wembley, that's great. But there may be about, there may be a time where people are going to go, I don't care. And then you may get that 100,000 people every single year. But if those are the same 100,000 people that are watching your show, mm-hmm. you know, where's yeah. the growth? I just, you know, it's very, very, very interesting to me. I don't, you know. This is not a shit on AEW thing. It's me concerned because I don't want AEW to go away. Mm-hmm. I love AEW. I love watching the product. I think the pay-per-views yeah. month to month are much better usually than WWE's yeah, we, outside of their strong couple. Yeah, we do, we do not want 2011 WWE. Oh, back. God, no. No, I don't want to have to deal with just being like, well, we can coast because, you know, like mm-hmm. 2003 WWE. Who wants to go back to that? Yeah. You know? Great, we got Triple H on top forever, right? And I and I was like, well, Roman's been on top forever. That's different. But we got Triple H just beating everybody <laughs> just to beat people, yeah. right? Like, there's no story here, mm-hmm. you know? What do we got for the WWE title picture? I don't know, Big Show, sure. Let's do that for a month. Nobody wants to see that, yeah. you know? Um, and at some point, too, the reason why WWE is so fun and so hot is because you know, oh, man, who are they going to get? Who are they going to get from AEW? Who, yeah. is AEW? Somebody going to jump from that place, right? Oh, CM Punk's back now. What's this mean, right? Mm-hmm. You got the merger. There's so many things going around in WWE right now. At some point, that's going to fall off again. Yeah. So when that does, somebody's going to need a reprieve with me raising my hand saying, I don't want to have to watch whatever garbage that they're going to try to spin me in two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's crazy because if you just listened to the show two years ago, yeah. it was all... Like Punk yeah. just got there. Yeah, Kenny like, was world they were champion. Building. We were, and yeah. They were selling out every yeah. place and making buttloads of money, and yeah. they literally couldn't miss on anything. Yeah, and now it's like shows are half filled. Shows are half filled. Tarping off places and w- ratings are and now down. WWE is to sell out everywhere. WWE is making record money right now. Yeah. Record profits. Right yeah, now. but it will it will go back to the mean, and then oh, AEW yeah. will jump back up. And yeah, the problem is I just hope they can actually get themselves in a situation where they're available yeah. to make that positive swing up. But anyway, that's going to be we'll it for this. There. Yeah, that's going to be it for this week's show. Next week, um, it's going to be Christmas Eve, Mike. So we're probably going to be doing a show probably a little bit earlier, probably pre, you know, some news and everything like that. May do a fun Christmas show. Okay. Not, not the day of Christmas. I'm saying like, yeah. know, you know, the gift of the I'm Always Right Sports <laughs> podcast every single week. <laughs> <laughs> we may do like a best of or something like that. Who okay. knows, right? Maybe our you know, we'll talk about rankings. World's End for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. That might be exactly. a show. Yeah, that's you know, uh, not gonna tag title match. That's for sure. Thanks a lot, Kenny. Jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's gonna be it for this week's show, though. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, feel better, Kyle. By the way, I know your face is broken right now. It's good. Oh yeah, he does have a broken face right now. He <laughs> just hates to see it. One step closer to model status, though, Kyle. Just remember that, buddy. Mm. One step closer. For the Mystic Whale Man, he's the Merck, so Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke. We will see you guys, as always, next time.